Christ, amen, amen. If you are Facebook friends with me, thank you, you know what's going to take place next. Because my goal today was to start a church brawl. First ever donut food fight. And this is how I'm going to do it. What color is this dress? Gold and white. So if you see a black and blue dress, raise your hand. If you see a white and gold dress, raise your hand. Is that the most bizarre thing ever? How many of you have seen both? You've seen both colors. Like you've seen, you looked at it one time, then you looked, looked away, and you saw. It happened to me once. I was working on this last night, and I walked in my office and went, "It's black and blue now." And I walked out to go tell my wife, and I came back in, and it was white and gold. And she's like, "It's a black and blue dress. What's wrong with you, Jason?" And I'm like, "It's not. I'm telling you, that is white and gold." So I, I researched this. I'm like, "Why? Why does it look differently to different people?" And I read the articles. I still don't know why. There's something about rods and cones in the back of your eye and about preconceived perceptions. Now, I know about preconceived perceptions. I don't know much about rods and cones and, and psychology of the brain, but preconceived notions, I know a lot about, at least as much as one can possibly know with their own personal bias getting away about preconceived notions, right? But it seems like if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. You see what you want to see. Uh, you perceive what you want to understand. A simple way to, to demonstrate this is the swift game. How many of you play the swift game? No, you don't know the swift game? Okay, here's how you play the swift game. You have to have kids in the back of your car who are talking too loud and, and messing around, and they will invent a game. The game is this. Whoever sees a swift truck... You know those big trucking companies, Swift trucking companies, right? You punch the other person in the car and say Swift before they can say Swift. Good times. We have one rule, don't hit the driver. You don't hit the driver. How many of you play the Swift game? Okay, you're smart. Yeah, it's not a good game. But anyway, if you play the Swift truck game, you will see Swift trucks everywhere. They are everywhere. Once you start looking for them, you can't miss them. And you'll see one once every two minutes. I'm not kidding. You'll see them everywhere. Everywhere. Because you see what you want to see. And you perceive what you want to understand. And if you're looking, you will find An interesting shift on that is this. Sometimes God helps you see what you need to see. And God helps you hear what you need to understand. Uh, Tim Keller, in his book on prayer, was talking about this. And he, he described a phenomenon that, that I've, I've witnessed myself often. It, it's common for someone to come to me after worship and say something like, I was so thankful when you said this. Because I needed to hear it. And I'll say something like, well, thank you. I'm so glad God is working through the message. Praise God. But internally, I'm thinking something like, I never said that. 
It happens a lot. I'll think about what the person said, and I'll say, I never said that. Or, I may have said those words, but I meant it in a completely different way than the way you took it. But God knew what that person needed to hear. God knew what that person needed to understand. God will help you see what you need to see and to hear what you need to perceive. And reading the Bible works the same way. I hope you've had the experience of of reading a passage in Scripture that you've read many times. But this one time, it hits you completely differently. You read it this one time, you're like, I've never read it this way before. See, sometimes you read the Bible, and sometimes the Bible reads you. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. God helps you see what you need to see and to perceive what you need to understand. Which brings us to our parable for today. Because this parable is a black and blue parable, or it's a white and gold parable, depending on what you need to hear and understand. The parable goes like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought that pearl. What does the parable mean? Well, it depends. See, most of Jesus' parables are pretty self-explanatory, and some of them he explains himself. And last week's parable was a good example of that. A farmer went out to sow his seed, and some seed he sowed on the rocky soil, and some seed he sowed on the path. And, and when Jesus is done telling the parable, he tells everyone what it means. And so there's no guesswork. There's no, there's no saying, well, for me the parable means this. Well, it might mean that for you, but you're wrong. Because Jesus says it has a specific meaning. This parable is different. And some of you will hear this parable in a different way. For some of you, it's a black and blue parable. Some of you are going through a tough time right now. Life is hard. Someone's hurt you. And that someone might even be yourself. It's hard to fall asleep at night because you're worrying. And then you don't want to get out of bed in the morning because you're exhausted. And maybe even hopeless. Prayers are full of questions and doubt. And yesterday brought pain and you're not sure what tomorrow will bring. And if this is you, I hope you heard this parable. You are the treasure. You are the treasure. God is the actor. And he is the merchant who finds a pearl of great price. That he is the one walking through a field, stumbling upon a great treasure, rehides it, and sells everything, gives up everything to gain you. Jesus Christ did that for you. Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, humbled himself to the point of death, and that death on a cross, so that he might win you, that he might gain you, because you are 
his absolute treasure, his beloved, his chosen one. Gospel is a beautiful thing. And what cost Jesus everything cost you nothing. And the grace that he offers is free. And the mercy and compassion he provides is constant. And his presence for you is powerful. Because by his empty tomb, he's provided hope for you. And by his presence, he's given you a purpose. And by his peace, he walks with you through this hard time. Because he loves you. He wouldn't have died for you if he didn't. You are the treasure. You are his beloved. And that's the parable. But some of you heard it differently. For some of you, you're going through a pretty good time right now. Life is, is comfortable. Life is even good. Relationships are in a good place and, and you're serving others. For you right now in this season of your life, it's, it's easy to fall asleep at night because you're at peace. And then you wake up excited for the day. Your prayers are full of thanksgiving and, and the only doubt you have is wondering why God's been so good to you. Because you haven't deserved it. Yesterday brought joy and tomorrow is exceedingly hopeful. And if this is you, you heard the parable in a different way. Jesus is the treasure. Jesus is the treasure. And all good gifts come from Jesus and flow from his grace. And your life is a reflection of having the greatest treasure in the world. Because when Jesus is your greatest treasure, things work better. When Jesus is your greatest treasure, your pride doesn't get in the way. When Jesus is in your greatest treasure, you're able to forgive others. When Jesus is your greatest treasure, you're able to serve without looking for a kickback and saying, oh, you couldn't thank me because I'm a good guy and I need the recognition. When Jesus is your greatest treasure, you find a peace that does pass all understanding to guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus our Lord. Some of you right now, that's how you heard the parable. It's a white and gold parable for you. So why don't you take some time? How did you hear the parable this morning? Because however you heard it is exactly what you needed. It's exactly what God is giving to you this day. It's his gift for you. It's his present. It's his providing. And if you heard a black and blue parable, you've heard, wow, I'm the treasure. I am the treasure. I want you to walk out of this church with your head held high. With your head held high. Knowing that you're loved. That you're going to be okay. And that the God and creator of, of all creation, Lord of the heavens and the earth, is on your side. And loves you. And some of you here today, you heard, well, Jesus is the treasure. Jesus is the greatest gift in my life. 
Jesus makes everything else work and fall into place. I want you to walk out of here today with your heart full of joy. And joy that overflows to those around you. Perhaps those who are seeing a black and blue dress or a black and blue pair. And say, can I help carry your burdens? Because God's carried mine. No. Know that you're worth everything, everything to Jesus. And being so loved, know that Jesus is the greatest treasure of life. So as you walk out today, and you'll be uh, talking with your friends, they'll be like, hey, is it black and blue dress or gray, white and gray or gold dress? You can say, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> but I know this. I am loved. Jesus is my greatest treasure. Amen? Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord, for life everlasting. Sing our closing song.